This is Sky Elabar, Big Braden from the Greasy Strangler, and you're listening to Without Your Head. without your head. I'm Nasty Neal. That would make me terrible, Troy. Mm-hmm. And I'm Michael St. Michael, the visiting weirdo. Well, welcome. Welcome oh, thank back. You. Good to have you. Uh, it's great to be had. <laughs> One of my favorite guests. I'm sure oh, I speak for Troy. Yeah, without a doubt. Love having mm. Michael on. So you were... You were just telling us off air that you were doing a music video with uh, Phil and Salmo. Yeah, I did this one uh, called Choosing Mental Illness, uh, where I play Nurse Ratchet. And it's kind of an homage to, uh, uh, God, I can't believe I can't remember his name. One flew over the, oh, all right, I thought you were talking about One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I am. Oh, okay. (laughs) A Elish Foreman film. Oh, Uh, I worked on him. I worked with him on uh, that Larry Flint versus America or something. Oh yeah, uh, people versus relations. Yeah, yeah. Harrelson, right? Yeah. And uh, well, I didn't really work with him, but we did speak for a minute. <laughs> 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 and uh, I was a apprentice sound editor on Amadeus way back. Oh, well, that's uh, pretty rocking, yeah. Yeah, it was, except editing drove me up the wall. I just, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's much easier now because you don't have to do linear editing, but at the time everything was, you know, cutting film and gluing it in place and 
then putting it back in the reel in the same place, mm-hmm. hopefully, and junk like that. But, uh, yeah, it's come a long way since then. Uh, I'm really pissed at Skype. Uh-huh. They should be working. But more about me and my shameless self-promotion since Skype isn't going to do anything for me. There's a signing for Extremities tomorrow somewhere in L.A. Hopefully they get me there. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, let's see. So what, and I did. Uh, what's Tropical. Extremities? Extremities is a truly gory film, which I have a brief thing as uh, the killer unmasked. Uh, and if you're not into really gory junk, you can just watch the beginning of the movie and you don't have to put up with it because uh-huh. I'm in the beginning uh, as they're torturing me. I wish I had all the footage because most of it didn't make it, but uh, mm. there was this great scene where, uh, ah, what's her name from Sleepaway Camp cuts my fucking dick off. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, Blood I everywhere. Right, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't need to know anymore. <laughs> That's all I need to know to know that I'm watching this movie. <laughs> Great. And uh, let's see. And I did some voiceover for a thing called On the Couch. Uh, that's a short. I did a short with Mike Lanzini called 12, The Twelve Golden Rings. Uh, that's part of a feature uh, called The Twelve Deaths of Christmas, which should be out fairly soon. Uh, and I uh, went to the Dominican Republic for 21 days to work on... Uh, Tropical Cocktails with Jim Hoskins again. Wow. Oh, excellent. Excellent. So what, what was it like being, have you ever been the, to the Dominican Republic before? Well, when I was really little, I was in Haiti for a day because the ship stopped there. But uh, uh, I, well, at first I thought I was truly blessed being there because I was only scheduled to work four or five days. And uh, I had this beautiful condo on the beach overlooking the swimming pool and the incredible, beautiful women that I saw there. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, in the Caribbean. So I went swimming in the Caribbean and I went swimming in the pool and they had a nice bar on the beach with a restaurant and that was all wonderful. Um, and uh, I guess I ate something because I spent a week just sitting on the toilet. <laughs> I learned to oh, multitask, no. though. I could uh-huh. sneeze and shit my pants at the same time, <laughs> uh, which is something I, I really had never done before. <laughs> I, I always thought Carlin said that was impossible. Well, maybe, but, you know, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, pushing the limits a little bit there. And, uh. <laughs> oh, no. And, uh. I don't know. It was, uh. This sounds like a, a marvelous time. The 
the characters I played, I loved, especially this uh, Sleazy Dave guy. Uh, or, uh, he was a real retrobate. <laughs> and uh, something. Did you play multiple characters? Yeah, I, I'm in the last three episodes of the first season. And the first one I played was a scalp tester. Uh, I'm sort of like a food critic, and this guy uh, uh, scalps people and uh, broils them and serves them at his restaurant, which I was reviewing. And uh, then uh, I was the uh, sleazy Dave character, and then I was a waiter. (laughs) Uh, We were serving rather obtuse stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see that uh, some of the other uh, cast members from uh, the Greasy Strangler are in it. Sky's in it. Carl Solomon. Yep. Uh, and Carl Solomon uh, gets quite a few really good juicy parts in there too. I wish I could remember the name of the woman who played uh, one of the cops. Because uh, she was incredible. Uh, she's uh, well, she's just a really good actress, and uh, well, everybody else there was really good too. But yeah. and the guy who played uh, with me in uh, the scene that I did as uh, Sleazy Dave, he's another one to look at. I can't remember. I'm so bad with names, and I was making lists. And that didn't make it. Mm, great. <laughs> Sleazy Dave is a good name. I know, I know. I love that. And uh, I love <laughs> that, that character. Of all name. the characters I played, I really like that one. I hope I hope that guy comes back. <laughs> <laughs> and I get to do him. <laughs> so, uh how did you meet Jim originally? Was it on Greasy Strangler, or did you know him before? No, I uh, read for uh, the Beverly Left Lynn film a few years ago, uh, and nothing happened. Uh, and, you know, he was there. Uh, I talked to him very briefly. And then... Uh, a year or so later, I got a call from a friend of mine I did this short with called uh, Making It, Cat uh, Katarina Fabrik, who's also a really good actress and makes those short movies, keep herself busy. <laughs> uh, but uh, she said that they were looking for me, so I found them and read for the part. And I met Sky, uh, casting directors who worked really hard with me, uh, deserve a lot of credit for me getting that part, really. Um, and I remember Jim asking me if I would do nudity, and I said, yeah, as long as I don't have to look at it. Uh, <laughs> that didn't work out very well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I know. The first time I saw the thing, I was appalled. Because <laughs> I just 
didn't envision myself quite like that. You know, uh-huh. I never really felt naked because I had that loin, you know, that fig leaf on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was so, it was just well, strange, but I remember somebody saying, "Get that microphone away from him." <laughs> did, uh, what what part did did you read for? Like when when you're when you're uh, for the audition, like uh, was there a, what particular scene was it? Uh, I'm not really sure. I think I read all the major scenes that he had that he had dialogue uh-huh. in. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I did them quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of the script? Because it's such a, you know, obviously a bizarre movie. I personally love it, but it's... Uh... I, when they said I would be hired, I was overwhelmed, really. Because mm-hmm. I had just moved my mother to San Diego. And for the last, I don't know how long, I've been taking care of her. And I, it got to the point where I really couldn't anymore. And my brother is 12 years younger, so he got the, the responsibility. And uh, then all of a sudden this showed up, and I hadn't even read the script until I got the part. Uh, they sent it to me in a PDF file, which I couldn't open. And, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it went on from that. When they told me I was doing, uh, oh, what's that guy's name, the, the detective. Uh, mm-hmm. I hadn't even read that part yet because I was only, <laughs> I was concentrating on, uh, you know, the Greasy Strangler part. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that he was also that guy. So that turned out to be a lot of fun, especially because yeah. either my mustache or my teeth fell out on just about every take. <laughs> <laughs> Which really makes the scene, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it it helped. I don't know. And I really liked that uh, grease, which was so good for my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> So you said that, uh, you know, you thank the people really working with you uh, for getting the role. So, like, uh, what, what exactly did they do? Did you uh, originally, like, uh, approach the role differently? Like, were you going to play him uh, differently than you ended up playing him? I didn't really know what to expect at that point, because I, I really don't audition very well. Uh, since then, I've, I've had two auditions, which... Uh, I guess didn't go well because they never asked me back. And uh, the rest of these parts just keeps showing up, which is a godsend as far as I'm concerned, because I'm still trying to make enough money so I can afford to die, you know. (laughs) 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 Otherwise, you will get the bill for the funeral. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I 
feel about that now. Now I'm because ho- I want you to live a long time, so I don't. I don't, I don't mind either. That. Actually, I'm kind of enjoying myself most <laughs> of the time. You know. <laughs> well, now you have more incentive, Neil, to want Michael to live a little longer than he was planning. Yeah, because oh, I'm going to put that in my yeah. will if I ever write. <laughs> <laughs> the care of nasty Neil Jones. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so you mentioned the first time you saw it, you were appalled. Uh, um, what did you think of the rest of the movie? And uh, did your, did your view of the movie change over time? Well, it changed by the next time I saw it. Okay. Cause I got over the shock of seeing me uh, right. rather quickly. Yeah, you just begin to realize that, well, hey, in 20 years, I'm going to wish I looked that good. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see stuff I did in the, the 80s, you know, and and I wonder, what the hell ever happened to that guy? <laughs> uh-huh. I understand. So you also mentioned about, like, doing editing and sound editing. What, what are all the different uh, roles you've had, like, uh, in making movies? Well, I started in production uh, at Zoetrope uh, while they were going under on uh, a film called Return of the Black Stallion. And uh, I learned a lot. Then I uh, somebody invited me to do a play in Fort Mason because I, I think they they thought, oh, well, he, he worked at Zoetrope for Francis Coppola. He must know people, you know. So uh, I had this thing, Visions of Simone, which is a Bertolt Brecht play, and I had three roles in it. Uh, and because I wasn't very good yet, it my first role was as a French uh, sergeant, and my second role was... Uh, a French refugee, and my third role was a German a German soldier. So if you you know, uh, well, it looked like you know I was a French sergeant deserted, became a refugee, and then joined the Nazis. <laughs> 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 and I, I'm sure Bertolt Breck, when he wrote it, never intended that to be the case. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> But it was fun, and then yeah. I got uh, asked, because I was doing a play, uh, some porn people asked me if I would do a straight part in a porn flick, and they were offering 300 a day, and I thought, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And that's pretty much where I got my on-camera on training, really, was... Uh, the most naked I've ever been was in the Greasy Strangler, and uh, I did, I don't know, according to some sleazy website, I was in that business for 10 years, although I don't think it was that long, but uh-huh. I did, uh, I played a reporter, I played a talk show host, uh, I was a director, uh, you know, and I, I got to work with some actually really good people. Mm-hmm. Who uh, taught me a lot? Mm-hmm. So uh, and, uh, you were never you never came up for you to be a performer in those movies. Uh, they asked once, 
Uh-huh. But I figured at that point, I'm in my 40s. This is not a good time to start this career. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you know, and I, I really didn't want to, uh, you know, although there were some very lovely women there. And, uh, well, anyway, uh <laughs> But it no, was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. the first was one it? I did was, was this thing called Matinee Idol. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a year later, when it came out, I went to see it. And that's when I decided I'm going to be a movie star. Because I looked so much better flat than I did in three dimension. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first time I've ever heard anyone say that. <laughs> <laughs> So, the, uh, so that was your first time seeing yourself on the big screen. Yeah, I mean, I uh, well, you know, other than yeah, it is. <laughs> and then so, I uh, I started doing extra work and doing anything I could to get on camera. I did a short called Popcorn Obstacles, which I'd really like to see mm-hmm. uh, because that was a fifteen-minute short by this guy McKella who apparently at the time had a great reputation and it was shot over three months and in that three months I gained a lot of weight I shaved off a mustache so I had a painted mustache for part of it Uh, I did about a 10 minute narration or not narration of uh, you know what I was thinking in my head and uh because I'm a film critic in the movie, and it ends up in a big popcorn fight, <laughs> which was so, a lot of fun. Yeah. So that you, I, where is that? Where is that short? You, it's not. I have no idea. I never got to see it. I know it, he showed it once, and my agent dragged me off to meet. Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, she was. There was a party at her house, and she wanted me. He wanted me to go there. So I did, because, you know, my agent is my boss, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, I met Bobby Goldthwait and, uh, and a few other people. But uh, later on, Ellen remembered me from that party because I apparently endeared myself so well that uh, she had me kicked off a couple of things that I was on <laughs> oh, as no. an extra on since then. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I couldn't I don't understand how anyone could not like like you. It's well, apparently, fun. you know, I I haven't always been so congenial, and I remember a good friend of mine telling me when I got the greasy stranglers, just don't shoot yourself in the foot this time, because I have a tendency to do that, and I have on those autograph signing things I was doing, mm-hmm. I blew that all out. <laughs> How so? Oh, I insulted the wrong people. Oh. oh no. And uh, got carried away with myself. You know, I guess you always get to a point where, oh, I'm just so cool. <laughs> and I'm really not, but, you know. <laughs> I was so ready that to last talk weekend that up in Arizona. To... I thought I was. <laughs> yeah, 
I'm, I was sad I, I couldn't make it to that one, the, the Mad oh, Monster yeah. Party where you're at. Uh, so, yeah. what, <laughs> so was it, <laughs> is that, is that when things happened at that, at that one or was it later? Well, no, that was the end of it. Uh, I pretty well pissed off Evan and, oh. uh, <laughs> that's something you can't do, I guess. And, yeah. uh, I know him well. I know Evan well. Yeah, I'll try to put uh, a good word in for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him if he gives me an address, I have his cash. <laughs> <All right. laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, because I didn't. I don't know. It was it was a really confused mix up uh, that uh, Sky was involved in and. This, this too bad. I will say I am friends with 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 several people that uh that I don't think are allowed at at at, at Mad Monsters. So maybe me putting in a good word won't do anything. But I'll Probably try. Probably not. But right. but I would appreciate it, you know, because well, I'd appreciate at least giving them the sixty bucks I owe them because I at the time I didn't realize I owed it to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I was asked, I said, "Fuck no." And got out of the truck and went home. <laughs> uh, I see. Uh, well, that's and that may have been the last Maybe straw. <laughs> Maybe we can get things smooth. I saw the pictures; they they were very fun uh, when you guys were uh, basically nude in the in the uh, in the photo ops. Yeah, I saw one when I was doing uh, uh, the five golden rings that uh, uh-huh. they had at our set there that was me uh, being pruned by the makeup lady while somebody else was reading me my script. <laughs> and I'm, uh-huh. you know, and it, it almost looks like an old master type painting, except yeah, I'm sitting there sick. being naked and ugly and uh, being uh-huh. pruned by an actually rather attractive woman and looked on over uh-huh. by another attractive woman. But he had yeah. that set. I guess uh-huh. that was, I think, Bill Polpot or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, Phil Polpot. Yeah, yeah. but, uh, uh, oh, and another place I can't remember, but it's a really good little uh, toy and collectible store in Vegas. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know he owns that. Bill yeah. Phil Polpot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he and his wife are really cool. And uh, I Wait just found me. out that uh, the girl I did the uh, the first one, another with, has a uh, one man show going up in New York. Uh, the, I don't know, right after the first of January. Uh, mm-hmm. That's Pauline uh, Rojas. Uh, she's really good too. Did you ever see another? Hello? See what? Hello? Uh, Did I ever see what? Another. No, what's that? It was a, well, it was a short, and then they blew it up to a feature, but as a short, it was really good. As a feature, it kind of lost it, I thought. But, uh, that was, uh, the first time I'd worked in 12 years. 
How how did that come about? If you you know you weren't uh, you weren't doing anything for twelve years, how did it come about that you, you were in something? Well, uh, I have this friend Dave Fine. I don't know if you know of him. He's done a lot of movies in this genre. Uh, he was at one point my agent uh, when I first got into the business. He got me my SAG card on a thing called Light Blast, starring Eric Estrada. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, I don't know, where were we? <laughs> uh, uh, you said there was your uh, another was your first uh, uh, yeah the, the first, first time you worked in twelve years yeah yeah so I just Prior wonder how that, it came about. Uh, well, we went to a screening of one of Dave's movies, and uh, the Vernackis were there, and uh, one of them made a comment that I I look sort of like uh, Carl Lagerfeld, and. Uh, and I said, yeah, I uh, I did Carl Lagerfeld lookalikes on Ugly Betty for the first couple seasons. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, you know. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And so what, what what kind of stuff do you like to watch? Because uh, I don't know. Are you a horror movie fan or what kind of stuff are you into? I I just like things that move me one way or another i agree with that yeah uh you know and i i pretty much watch everything Mm -hmm. it's like my taste in music although i haven't really paid any attention to music in the last few months which is strange because i should but uh you know I, i like this uh olivia manville and the troop aquatic uh they're out of Michigan, and I guess Olivia's father turned them on to the movie, and they were out here recording and made it a point to come over and have lunch with me. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Oh, that's pretty awesome. I know. <laughs> and it worries me a little bit because I remember this. This when I did the video, Dad. Uh, there was this band from Sweden uh, called Union Carbide that sent me a bunch of stuff for my birthday. And I don't even know how they found me, but mm-hmm. it got there. And I thought, this is really cool. And so I, you know, I listened to a bunch of their music because I'd never heard of them before. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I'm hearing that the BBC is no longer going to be playing their music because oh. they're too pacifistic. <laughs> And this is, you know, at the beginning of the first <laughs> Gulf War. Well, <laughs> oh, no. so much for me having fans. <laughs> <laughs> You're back on the right people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all we need is the power. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're sorely lacking in that area, I think. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So what what kind of like I was gonna say what kind of people like the greasy strangle? That sounds very strange, but uh, <laughs> so well, <laughs> is it like all different people who are fans of the movie? Because it is so bizarre and uh, uh, does I, it just appeal? To, are you surprised by the the different people who like it? I'm surprised by the amount that it's still growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I know 
let's see, there's a stockbroker in San Diego who loves it. Uh, there are a bunch of musicians who seem to like it. There are some people who just can't stand it, but I would say most of it is a positive review. And most of these people have watched it multiple times. I know, uh, uh, I have myself. Yeah, me too. But that's because they brought me to the screenings. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've done it willing. <laughs> I would too, actually. I uh, was going to watch it the other day, and I noticed I don't even have a copy of it anymore. Really? <laughs> I actually have a big stack of DVDs and Blu-rays, and honestly, right to the right here is uh, the Greasy Strangler Blu-ray. Yeah, I don't have a Blu-ray right player, so hang on. To it. Right. I sent my Blu-ray copy to uh, Rebecca, Rebecca K. Felben, my uh, publicist and semi-manager and wonderful <laughs> assistant. <laughs> uh, she's done a lot for me and uh, takes the heat. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I guess people have borrowed it and mm. uh, not brought it back. Yeah. And I know Mike Lanzini, uh, the guy in Vegas who did uh, five old, the five golden rings, also made an action figure of me. Oh, no Which way. is pretty sweet. Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> I know I've arrived now because I have an action figure. Oh, I have to see this. That's awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I'll find you a picture, Troy. I'm trying. Yeah, to, definitely. Uh, I'm trying to scroll through, but I'll find you one after the interview if, if okay, I can't find it during. <laughs> what? What? How is it? Like uh, He-Man sized, or is it how, uh, how big of a? Uh, I don't know. It's uh, six. Maybe six, seven inches tall. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, they're signed and numbered. And uh, I think there's uh, 50 of them in existance. Oh, and that's they're an that. badass. And huh? they're anatomically correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. That's totally badass. <laughs> I was thinking of having one chrome to putting in on my hood. But I live in a dodgy area, and you know they're always grabbing hood ornaments around here. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> I did have did it hanging from my rearview mirror once, but <laughs> <laughs> did you ever forget uh, your pink greasy hat? I, I, I believe last time we had you on, you said you'd lost it. Um, I have one that belongs to a friend of mine in case I need it, uh, right. but uh, no, I, I I didn't get another one, but that's okay. That's, all right. uh, when, uh, recently, we went to Canada for the first time, uh, Jason, who does our written reviews, and myself, and at the border, they asked us, what what is with those pink greasy hats? Because we were both wearing our greasy hat. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, well, we, that... Uh, uh, that was a uh, movie. That was Ant Thompson. Uh, 
came up with that. The guy from uh, New Zealand uh-huh. uh, was the only one that's got a grosser logo than mine was when I had Rash Productions. <laughs> yeah. what, was Rash, what was Rash Productions? Rash Productions was me uh, trying to make uh, things. I We did, uh, I helped make some punk records in the 70s. I did, uh, or yeah, in the 70s and in the 80s, I did a, Rash Productions did a country western test thing. And uh, then I made a sitcom pilot because I decided I wanted a small recurring role in a sitcom. <laughs> right. So sorry, uh, that was a, anyway, <laughs> but uh, it was a thing called Juice Box, and I don't know. It was it was good, but it wasn't. You know, I I didn't. I still don't know how to sell things. I can only make them, and. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not even sure. Well, I have all the raw and the masters and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I conceived that idea, and six six weeks later, it was shot. Uh, I got a soundstage, called in every favor I could, borrowed, begged, and stole all the money I could scrounge up, and put it together and shot it in a day. And, uh, and it took me two years to get it edited. <laughs> so, uh, well, what's this going on with uh, you and Dean Knowles? I believe it's uh, yeah, we've. Uh, he's not sure if it's Fist Dick or Dick Fist, but uh, it must be some some kind of uh, music thing going on with you and Dean. Yeah, he. Uh, we. I don't know. A while back, uh, when he saw that uh, the uh, you know that that music video, the first one that came out. Uh, yeah. Uh, bullshit artist, uh, mm-hmm. and then there's another that that guy did uh, another one. Uh, uh, it's my duty to hit that booty, something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, and he, he said something about you know let's uh, make some music, and, and I'm into that. I used mm-hmm. to have like a three and a half octave voice, and I did sing in a couple bands when I was in the army in Europe. And there's a way to get free beer and loose women. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that works. So well, yeah. I'm I'm interested in hearing this when it comes to when it happens. Well, you probably will have to because I'm sure you're. Unless my computer fucks up even more than it has lately, uh, uh-huh. you will end up having to see it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I will. of course, of course. But, uh, <laughs> gotta, uh, Diane Summer Isle wants to know uh, if Michael could play any role in any film, which would he choose? Wow. I really hope I get to do another role as a lead. Uh, and I really pray that it's something original. Uh, because everything you see is a remake. Although I yeah. wouldn't mind being part of a remake of one of these uh, super expensive uh, 
special effects movies. Right, right. Put you in the, yeah. like in the new Avengers or something. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Or yeah. I could be the next Magneto or something. Oh, I yeah. like that. I, 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 I would be Neil totally and I were that. talking about it, and we, we thought that you would make an excellent Sweeney dot. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to do hair. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so I know how to hold scissors. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant. Oh, the, I, I thought yeah, you meant that's the what I there. thought you meant. Uh, I see. I see. Yeah. <laughs> I just had the whole, you know, give me a head with hair, long, beautiful hair, going through my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those guys. They they played in San Diego, but they wouldn't. The city of San Diego banned the play, so the cast came really? down and they went to this. Uh, park in Logan Heights, which is the ghetto now, uh, and uh, they did the play Acapella. Oh, wow. And uh, I was lucky enough to get to be there. That was what, actually, it was better there than it was when I came up to L.A. and saw it in the theater when there, you know, was a play yet. Right. And, uh, It's just, you know, the fact that we were all in it. (laughs) (laughs) So so Tropical Cocktails, that's like, that's going to be a series? Mm Mm-hmm. It's on uh, Midnight Swim or Adult Swim. Oh, Adult Swim. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Adult Swim is part of the Cartoon Network. Uh, I don't know if it's running now or not because I just have an antenna. And I don't even get two of the three networks, which doesn't really matter because they are all the same now. But, uh, yeah, uh, I hope that's amazingly successful because it is also another thing that's original. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the last job I had was uh, Jim had me in to do shrimp vocals. Really? Uh, yeah, shrimp talk like this, and just with it. I guess. So is it, is that fun for you doing the uh, the voice acting? Oh God, yeah. It's uh, akin to stealing candy from a baby who's asleep. <laughs> I I uh I truly I truly love it. I hope I get more. I mean you don't have to do makeup, you don't have to do wardrobe and hair and hit your mark and all that bothersome crap that is you know, totally essential for film. <laughs> All you need is the microphone. <laughs> you have an excellent voice. So totally works. You don't even have to get dressed, I imagine. Well, yeah, I did because I had to drive to the valley. Yeah. All right. All right. But uh, otherwise, I could have been naked in my living room. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I usually am for the interviews. Ah, very good. <laughs> 
So what's uh, what's five to... golden rings? No, go on, sorry. Five golden rings? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, a short film by this guy, Mike Lenzini. And it's... Uh, I have a toy and collectible store, uh, which is the one that's owned by the Pilpots in uh, Las Vegas. And it's an amazing place, but uh, they even had me or my my action figure in a place of honor above the toilet. <laughs> uh, but I uh, I have a partner who is a demon, and we solve problems for people. And the problem we were solving was this guy uh, wanted to get rid of his wife. And her, and her boyfriend. And, uh, so, you know, I grabbed a little of his blood, dropped it in the thing with the coins, and the demon took off and did the deed. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything more because, uh, you know, you should want to see it. <laughs> yeah, of course, definitely. I it's probably not... told you already anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like shorts have become uh, popular over the last few years. I think so. You know, they're. It's good that they are because you know that you can shoot them in a day, mm -hmm. and that's really important because it's the most expensive day you've got is your shoot days. Uh, you know, you've got lighting, sound, makeup, hair, food, and all this other stuff going on. Mm -hmm. uh, and changing camera setups and, you know, and it, it's very time consuming. So if you can do something in a day, it usually turns out to be a short. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I think, um, you know, I guess it's like the festivals have uh, made them more popular because, you know, people can see them there and, and, uh, maybe the streaming sites like YouTube because people place to uh, to watch shorts. Because I think yeah. you know, back in the day, what you know, what would you do with the short? Either it would play somewhere, but then it would just kind of disappear after that. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I know I did one that's looking for places to go called Night School. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Although I think that title has changed too. Um. Uh, I shot that in Chattanooga, and uh, it's about ready to come out. Um, an extremity, like I said, there's a signing for that tomorrow somewhere. Mm -hmm. And they asked if I could come, and I told them I don't drive at night. So if you can get me there, and hopefully they'll get me there. Anybody know those yeah. people? Have them get me there. <laughs> I need to get out of the house, damn it. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure they'll make it happen. How how could you have an a signing without without you there? Well, mainly because I'm very minuscule in the movie, although the character You're that... just supposed to agree with me. Oh. Know. Well, you're right. How could they possibly do it without me? <laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble. I don't care. <laughs> Obviously. 
<laughs> so, so you mentioned, you know, the action figure and then the, the cool hat and stuff. Uh, has any fans like made like uh cool, like Reese Strangler fan art and then sent it to you? Yeah, I have a poster that somebody sent. Uh, I love the tattoos I've seen. My favorite of the tattoos is the one that has uh, Big Ronnie on one end and the Greasy Strangler on the other end of this hot dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and there's another one, uh, me uh, check my cheeks. And then there's one of uh, Sky and I uh, that people have placed on their bodies. Uh, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm really humbled by that, actually. I mean, it, it's, uh, uh, I've become permanently engraved in these people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's gonna, that's gonna be quite the experience to, uh, to see that, to see yourself, you know, tattooed on somebody. It's a shock. It really is. Uh, and it's a shock when I still, people come up to me and say, are you the greasy strangler? <laughs> and, uh, you know, take selfies with me. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, cause it's been what, three years now. And, uh, like I said, it's still growing. Mm hmm. Yeah. I see that myself, you know, uh, more and more people, uh, notice it. Actually, when I put up the, on, uh, actually, th at least two people said that uh, that they watched it because I liked it. I liked it so much. I talked about it on the show, so that made me feel good. At least I, I brought you two new fans, anyway. Well, bless you. <laughs> and, uh... But I think you know, in general, though, it's good. Like word of mouth, people you know talk about this you know crazy movie, and then other people oh, yeah. you know check yeah. it out. And they, they keep... But somebody did a needlepoint bullshit artist pillow for me. Uh -huh. Somebody That's else uh, sent me a uh, hootie tootie disco cutie needlepoint. Uh, I have this sweatshirt on that says Big Mike. And oh, I understand sure. they got a cease and desist letter from uh, uh, SpectreVision over that one because uh, it shows uh, the greasy strangler on it. Yes. And uh, they thought it should say Big Ronnie. <laughs> uh -huh. But. Uh, and I just got this sweatshirt, which I'm wearing now. It's a hoodie sweatshirt. It says Big Mike. <laughs> yeah. And, uh. Well, I yeah, think I the person my... who made, yeah, I would say the person who made that, whoever that could be, they thought that, uh, it would probably be better not to put big, not put anything on it that, that someone else owned. But apparently <laughs> that didn't work out. Uh, <laughs> well, I have the caricature. Yeah. And, uh, like that. And it's very nice because it's cold here in Long Beach tonight for, well, I guess because it's winter or almost winter. What's, what's cold there? What is it like, you know, like 60 or something? <laughs> uh, we're probably going to get down into the fifties tonight. Uh, all right, all right. It's 33 uh, here. Yeah, I know. I'm from the frozen North. I'm from Poughkeepsie. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh and I used to live in South Dakota. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah, that's probably much cooler than it's here. <laughs> yeah. 
you look at the newspaper and you'd think they were having a heat wave in Alaska when I lived in South Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when does this, is, is that music video out now, the one where you're Nurse Ratchet? Yes, it is. It's on Housecore Records. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's Phil H. Anselmo and the Illegals. I was supposed to meet up with them when they were playing down here because I was, they were off for a day. I was going to hang out with them for a day in, uh, Oceanside before they played San Diego. And, uh, but then I got a call giving me this voiceover the next morning. So I thought, now nah, there's no way I'm going to be able to get there in time unless I turn around. So I had a bail on that, which kind of bummed me out. I really would love to be grilling and chilling with those guys because they yeah. were fun that day. We had a really uh -huh. good time. <laughs> uh -huh. So you were filming something when we had you on last time when we were talking about BFF girls. Uh, what was that? What were you filming at that time? That was uh, choosing that was mental it. illness. Okay, I thought it was. I remember you mentioned about uh, being a nurse. Yeah, yeah, because I I completely spaced you out, and all of a sudden you're on the phone, and I'm I was out front of the hotel smoking a cigarette in New Orleans. You know. uh -huh. <laughs> Never got to see any of New Orleans, just the hotel, the set, mm. the hotel, and the airport. <laughs> yeah. See, you've never been you never been in New Orleans before. I've never been in New I was, Orleans myself. I was there once, but I was too drunk. I vague, right. vaguely remember getting into a friend's plane, and uh, when we uh -huh. came back, he ran out of beer and he landed it in the in the, like uh, a Seven Eleven parking lot. <laughs> Went in, and got a six pack of beer. I just got out of the plane at that point. <laughs> I didn't really want to have anything more to do with it. We were back in Dallas. Uh, and uh, and uh, he was starting it up, getting ready to taxi out into the street and take off with the cops drove up. <laughs> 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 but I was impressed. I mean, because Seven Eleven parking lot, even if it is empty, it's not very big. And he uh, had a little, um, wow. like a Piper Cub type of airplane. And he just set it straight down on the uh, parking lot. That's that's pretty wild, yeah. Yeah, especially considering he was totally drunk, too. <laughs> <laughs> we both were. I mean, I fell out of that plane. Getting out of there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, glad, I'm glad you're doing well. Uh, BFF girls seem to uh, be doing, it seems to uh, be uh, very well this year at all the different festivals. They could won a lot of awards. And... Yeah, good. I think you could buy it now, too. Yeah, you, you can uh, rent it or buy it on video on demand. Yeah, all right. And I think Extremity is like that, too, now, because uh, otherwise they wouldn't be having a signing. And I went to the, they had a premiere at the Chinese Theater, and uh, that was kind of fun. I love that place. <laughs> yeah, I was I was there once. Years yeah. ago for a Human Centipede three premiere. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a good time. Ah. I didn't know you then, or else I would have looked you up. Yeah, well, you do now, and if you're ever out here again, you better. 
All right, definitely will. I would look forward to this. Oh yeah. Yeah, I have uh, some good bourbon and some, and we can always have a meal. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's very good. I'm a fan of the bourbon. I can't drink as much as I used to, but I, I can still have some. Me either. I've gotten to the point where I'm having bourbon flavored water. <laughs> <laughs> It's so disgusting. <laughs> I, went, I went on the bourbon trail in Kentucky a couple of years ago with Jason Mitten. That was that was a good time. Uh, Take you to all, all the different distilleries. And yeah, it's, of, it's kind of weird because they kind of they kind of encourage drinking and driving because like because it's spread out all around Kentucky. So like you go to one and you get like the last thing they do is have the is the the testing. The taste, right. so you drink like five shots, and then it's like, "We'll see you," and then you go and drive to the other one, like you know, miles away. Yeah. Well, when I lived in Texas, I thought you had to have a can of beer in your hand before you could start your car. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, I'm amazed I survived that. <laughs> I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Where's the best barbecue in Texas? I really don't know. Uh, I went to one that uh, when I was in Austin that was okay, but I don't know the name of it. Uh-huh. Uh, it wasn't far from the hotel. Rebecca took me there. Uh, and uh, the best barbecue that I can remember is the barbecue spare ribs at PJ Jang's, I think, which is a chain Chinese restaurant. Uh-huh. Uh, it's got the, you know, the red yeast on it. Yeah, yeah. I like that flavor. And we were shooting a movie, uh, a smut film in San Francisco at a house of ill repute, and the woman who owned the house uh-huh. Uh, her son made some barbecue that has never been equaled. <laughs> really? Yeah. But I know where this whole house is, so if you ever right, go to San right. Francisco, call me, I'll come up and join you. We can all go right. there and maybe talk them, talk them into making some barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> we just show up and they're like, hey, they're like, no, we just want some barbecue. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> no, it's just... Huge Victorian house across from a park. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, hopefully it's still there. But yeah. it probably isn't. <laughs> but, uh, but Troy could Troy could still drink a lot of bourbon, so he, he can drink. That's true. Uh, I'll be the designated know. drinker then. I'll be Okay, good. great. You can help me out too then. All right, very good. <laughs> and then I'll describe it to you guys. Be like, oh, thank man, you. This one's so good. <laughs> There's hints of vanilla. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm still waiting for the bottle of champagne Jim Hoskins was supposed to send me. <laughs> oh. It's not happened? Nah, nah. You know, I get a lot of these, uh, well, I'll do this, I'll do that. And, uh-huh. uh, or, yeah, yeah, we'll show up, we'll come over. And, uh, Aside from uh, Liz, nobody has. Of course, she's shown up a few times. That's good. Yeah. I love her. Dean, Dean came all the way from Australia, so that that was that was a pretty big uh, 
trip for you. Yeah, it was, you know, and, uh, we went out to lunch and, uh, took some pictures. Uh, I guess he got into some kind of trouble when he got back. Yeah, that's too bad. Uh, because I uh, you know, and his, and she was there, uh, and she had an incredible voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had this other Australian living in the building at the time who won the opposite competition. This woman, Haley Teal, uh, <laughs> who I guess it's sort of like uh, Australia's Got Talent and who's the next big star or something like that. But she won one of those and was here in LA performing and recording. And, uh, she rented a place in my building. Do you, uh, do you stay in touch with, uh, Joe David Walters? I was wondering how he's doing. Cause I know, I don't uh, know. I, uh, I sent him a pair of cowboy socks. Uh, I sent him to his father's house in Las Vegas. Haven't heard anything other than when I talked to Jim, he said he'd, uh, gotten in a fight with some people who were doing something up to that he wouldn't stand for and ended up in the hospital. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was the same time, uh, Jason and I were in England that that happened. Oh yeah. So he lives in England. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he's got a barbecue place there. Yeah. And uh, he's uh, got the second most popular beef jerky in the United Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess financially he's doing okay. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I was. Uh, I read the story. It was like uh, some people were like uh, urinating. I think outside. He told them to stop, and they just attacked him and like uh, you know beat him pretty bad. I understand. No kidding. Yeah, like oh. I said, they put him in the hospital. And- it was not good, yeah. but I haven't heard anything. I've sent some messages, but most of those people have given up Facebook, and I'm too ignorant yeah. to be able to. Uh, <laughs> somebody sent me uh, Joe Bob's email address, and I lost that before I could get a hold of him because I never did find out if he ever saw the Greasy Strangler. But uh, he did. Oh, Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah. But he yeah. did uh he did review Light Glass, which is the movie I got my SAG card on, and uh mm-hmm. the video dead, which is the the first one that I was above the line in, although I'm not anymore. <laughs> Every time I see that movie there's less and less of me in it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Did they like, edit oh. you out for a time? Yeah, well, you know, at the beginning, uh when Robert Scott made it, I was the first 20 minutes of the film. Mm-hmm. But Avco Embassy wanted him to get rid of it because uh, they wanted younger people running around being chased by zombies. Mm-hmm. And I came back into that one as a zombie, but not as me as a zombie, but as uh, another zombie who died. And I was the same height as, so they made me up to look like him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I finished off his role. And uh, and it was a limited partnership, which I owned part of. And I can remember giving Robert back a quarter point because he was running out of money and uh, things to, to bargain with. 
and uh, I hear he's the first AD working on episodic here in L.A. somewhere. Tried to reach out mm. to him, but never got a response. Hmm. But, uh, um, yeah, I just recently had Joe Bob on the show, and uh, I can uh, I can hook you two guys up. I'll I'll, I'll get you the email so you can yeah. uh, you can contact him. Yeah, we worked together on uh, Married with Children. Uh, oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I was my usual awkward self. <laughs> 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 and he did send me some information on how to get a hold of uh, the people at Trauma, and I screwed that up too. So you know, anyway. But if you, so if you anybody you out to, there is listening, you... I want to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if people uh, you know are listening and would like to, you have you in your in their movie or whatever it is, uh, how would they contact you to do so? Uh, you can get a hold of Rebecca Felbin at, uh, Rebecca at corepgroup.com or call her at, uh, 607-760-2868. God, I hope you just kill me for that one. <laughs> 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 I'm sure it'll be fine. Plus, no one listens to this, so it'll be all right. No, 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 no. <laughs> Somebody's got to be listening to it, or you wouldn't be doing it. I mean, I would listen to it if I could figure out how to get the, my computer to get it. But I need I'll, a computer geek. <laughs> yes, it's. There's probably a lot about California. Yeah. We'll we'll find we'll find someone to help you out with the computer. Well if bless you else. again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say that I'll try my best anyway, I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll try to make well, it. Well if you don't best. succeed, you're making a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and you really don't want to piss off Big Ronnie. Nope. I don't. No, I mean shit, people who didn't piss me off. Got it. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always, a, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, and uh, I hope you get some uh, cool stuff coming up. I do, too. And thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we'll have to do it again sometime. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'll uh, get my blue Crocs out and hang out. <laughs> all right. So we wish you good. all the best. Thank yes. you. Thank you. And you too. Get well. Be good to yourself. Thank you. I appreciate this. Oh, the world needs you. I, well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And I need the world. So hopefully, I'll. Uh, I'll... Yeah, hopefully that works out. Yeah. <laughs> once I heard, once I hit forty, it was uh, bad times here. So hopefully, uh, uh, hopefully the new thirty. Girl, uh, I woke up. In a cheap motel on my thirtieth birthday, and discovered I had the clap. Oh no! And then at four o'clock in the morning, somebody comes knocking on the door to kick me out of the place. <laughs> so thirty was the bad time for you then. Yeah, it was a, a, probably my most uh, 
Well, it was a very memorable birthday. (laughs) 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 And uh, (laughs) I know we tried to work this out for video. Uh, uh, I'm hoping in the new year to do some uh, some of the shows uh, with the video. So uh, we'll work that out sometime in 2019. We'll have you on and, and do some type of video show. Great. Thank you. Appreciate right. it. Anyway, you have a good until we meet again. You as well. All right, as well. Michael, you take care. Yep. I have to, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we shall return. Thank you, Michael. It's been great. Hey, yeah. thank you. Son of fun. Blessings and goodbye. <laughs> good night. Right, take care. Night. Have a good evening. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus and as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a... Greasy black peel Just face the music, you're a monster Mr. Grinch Your heart's an empty hole Your brain is full of spice you got garlic in your soul, Mr. Grinch. I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole. You're a Mr. Grinch, you got termites in your smile. You have all the tender sweetness of a seasick crocodile, Mr. Grinch. Well, given the choice between the two of you, I would take the seasick crocodile. Socks and your soul is full of gunk, Mr. Grinch. The three best words I would use to describe you are as follows, and I quote Stag! 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 Yeah!
back here with uh, your head. I'm Celeste Neal. And I remain terrible, Troy. Mm, and a big thanks to Michael St. Michaels. It's always awesome to talk to the man. Oh, without a doubt. Always such a, just a cool guy to talk to. Love his laugh, love his voice, just love the man. Yeah. Yeah, I hear the voice and it puts a big smile on my face. Yep, me too. Now, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this last time there was a new leprechaun, but so there's a new leprechaun, and every every time there's a new leprechaun that doesn't have work, Davis, I hear people saying, you know, you know, oh my god, you're remaking the classics. <laughs> leprechaun is not a classic horror franchise. Agreed. It is a terrible movie. Warwick Davis is great. And the look of the of the leprechaun is is good. But that's Outside where of that, everything else. Yes, yep. everything else is garbage. Yep, everything else is crap. That's true. People are like, oh, it's mindless fun. I'll give them mindless, but no, it's no <laughs> fun. No, it's uh, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's a, in that first movie. People say, well, the first one. No, the first one is total garbage. It's an awful film. <laughs> it is. I, I can't funny. defend it. It's it's crap. No, it's just terrible. So I don't want to hear any more about Leprechaun being a... Just because something has like eight movies or whatever doesn't mean it's classic. No, The Fast and the Furious has many, many movies. Doesn't mean it it's worth a good goddamn. No. Who is demanding more leprechauns? Who is like, we need a leprechaun for? <laughs> we need like a new. Who's out? It's this another franchise that I never could understand that there's so many sequels. And I actually, I actually like the first one of the, but Children of the Corn. Is there someone out there? It's like we must have like, you know, a fifth Children of the Corn. I know it. And it's weird. You'd think out of like all the various like, King movies or books, you wouldn't think it was Children of the Corn that would really grab everybody. Yeah, but have, I, I don't think I've ever met like a huge fan of Children of the Corn, the franchise. I know <laughs> no. people like the first movie, but who's like, oh man, I fucking love Children of the Corn movies? Yeah, probably nobody. Yes, I and don't it's know the why same they kind keep of thing. Like up. the kids are creepy in the first one, you know, like the two main kids. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, but that's and and I I even like the one that they. I think made. it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. The uh the other one that they made though, like years later, I thought I it did too. Good. It was like universally hated, but uh, I think yeah. you and I were the only people who liked it. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. <laughs> I it think all. even the I think even the first one's hated by a lot of by like most horror fans. So okay. I don't know, yeah. Which I don't get. I I do think it's a really good movie, but uh, so I don't understand though why there's so many of them. No, no, but it, and they're still better than. Uh, oh yeah, they're way than the Leprechaun. <laughs> At least they stay with the basic premise. Oh yeah, and the fr- and the first ones like uh, it's like oh, it's you know Gone with the Wind or something compared to, to Leprechaun. Oh yeah, yeah. You think people, you know, I always use a reference, Gone with Wind. But you probably, young people probably don't even know what that movie is. Um, we should get more like recent, like The Godfather. 
Why have they ever remade Gone with the Wind? That's true. They, they it's in need of a reboot. Yeah. Who would who would remake it? Um some ass clown. Or they'd add like monsters in it. Like uh Oh. Oh, like when they do like the, the mashups. Yeah. Yep. It's like gone with the wind elements. Werewolves or, or something, yeah. Like they the did, what was it, Wuthering Heights with zombies or something? <laughs> I don't think it was Wuthering Heights, but that would have been pretty sweet. It was like Pride and Prejudice, I believe. Oh, okay. But it was another, like, classic novel with yeah, just some monsters thrown in for no reason at all. Uh, are there any other classics you'd like to see, like just a classic uh, story retold with zombies or witches? <laughs> no. No, I can honestly say I... I Never want to see that again like, in anything. I, I, yeah, I don't, you know, if like the classic stories, like uh, the Odyssey's got a lot of monsters in it, so that's true. make a good version of the Odyssey. Yeah. How about like Catcher in the Rye and a Mummy? And a Mummy, yeah, yeah. that would pretty well suck. That would be <laughs> bad. That would be like um, on the waterfront with demons. Uh, you know, 19... Big Mac is possessed by like a demon or something, you know, and and mm-hmm. Terry's gonna like fight against his demonic powers to try to, you know, overthrow the 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 evil uh, um, hierarchy of uh, of the union workers. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of some other ones he could have, maybe like. 1984 and evil clowns. Yeah, that would be bad. That would be very bad. Yeah, no, none of those things. Uh, they should never be done. They just should. Right. Right. Probably giving someone some ideas out there. So you're going to run out. You're going to do the Wuthering Heights with like uh, giant mutant toads or something. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know? think I've ever read Wuthering Heights. Have you ever seen any of the, um, there's been a bunch of movies. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen them. Oh, well, um, my suggestion, because I got to tell you, as as far as, um, you know, great romances, and that's one of the, the great, you know, sweeping epic romances, mm-hmm. um, I got to say that there is no character that's more of a dick, just a total asshole than um, uh, the main character in that. Then, uh, oh, my God. Billy Heathcliff. Heathcliff. Okay. Heathcliff is a total prick. He's just uh-huh. he's just an asshole. But but if you want to watch a really good one, um, there's a British one, Neil, that uh, – I'm going to guess it was probably like 30, 35 years ago with um, Ian McShane in it. That's mm. really good. And Ian McShane plays Heathcliff, and he's perfect because he's kind of a prick. Yeah. Mm, okay. So um, Dominic uh, Braccia died, who was uh, 
He's like the retarded kid in uh, Friday the 13th Part 5 who gets his arm, gets, oh, like, okay. his arm cut off. Yep. We were going to have him on the show way back in the day, in the early days of the show. And he was like a radio show host, and uh, he oh, no he kidding. wanted us on uh, on the show too. Yeah, it was interesting. But uh, the, the the thing is, um, he's been accused over the last like ten years of being like a pedophile. So it's kind of oh, no. weird to say like rest in peace to the man. Yeah, well, I wonder. It was never proven. But... Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Then, like. That's just weird. I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, yeah. So it's really weird with all this stuff about uh, child's play. It's like they're making it, they're remaking it, but yet they're also making a TV series. But they're two different, different like movies because, like, I think Don Mancini owns the rights to like the uh, the Chucky name. Ah. Uh. And then the remake, I don't I don't think the remake is even called Chucky. It's like called Buddy. Oh, really? Yeah. It's very weird to have a remake and like a continuation of the of the existing movies coming out at like the same time. Yeah, that's pretty bizarre. <laughs> does there need like uh, does there need to be a uh, a child's play series? No, I really don't think so. I I don't know. I, I think the series, unless the source material was based off of kind of a a the series, books. you know, like yeah. well, well, kind of like with the with the Walking Dead, when mm-hmm. you know you've got the comic books to draw from. If yeah. you have a standalone book, I think it's a lot tougher. Unless it's a giant like um, you know Game of Thrones kind of yeah. eight hundred page monstrosity that you can you know keep pulling from. Mm-hmm. You know, and then even Martin has like several books and stuff, and same thing with Dexter when they did those series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and um, yeah, and I mean, Sookie Stackhouse things. I mean, I think they've pretty much run out of ideas just in the movies. I know. Like, how, yeah. how? What do you do? Even if let's say you rebooted the whole thing, like I don't know how you keep that going for a series. I don't know how you keep really any slasher going for a series. No, I don't either. That like yeah. he just keeps killing endless people. I know because you think like the audience will get kind of bored with that, and even like I, I've never watched it, but I don't know how they do it on. Um, well, at least that they can do different years, but the oh, what's the one when the one night of the year everyone can go and commit crimes? Oh, the purge. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was a limited series, just like ten or twelve episodes. It wasn't like it's not going to be on every year. Oh, okay. so I, I, I maybe this will be the same way. I don't know. But I, I do think that the the one interesting thing that came out of the last Chucky was that the the, the kid um, from the first one, mm-hmm. he had Chucky's head like kept in a safe because he knew it couldn't die. So to keep it from you know wreaking havoc, it was just the head. Oh, okay. It's all. It's. I wish they would have kept more with that in in the in that new one because I did think that was interesting, and uh-huh. like he'd have conversations with it and kind of torture him. And it was. It oh, was so the head was alive and he could talk to it and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah. So it didn't have the body, so it couldn't you know really do much. Right. Right. 
Honestly, I never saw that one, so I can't really I can't really say anything. Yeah, so I mean, maybe you could do something along those lines, and then Chucky does get his body some way, and maybe he's like hunting him down. But uh, I I don't know. I don't have much faith in it. No, because you think even that would get kind of tired after a while. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know what uh, you know what their big scheme, like their big picture plan is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're doing A Quiet Place too. Alright, that'll be good, I think. And I think the guy's coming back. John uh, Krasinski, the, the guy, but I'm pretty sure he dies. Does he die in that? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. the only guy. Well, the kid dies at the beginning. Spoiler. Yeah, and then 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 he dies at the end. Oh yeah, I guess right. you know you don't necessarily see his body. He, I mean, he basically sacrifices himself for his kids, but yeah, I guess it's possible he didn't die. Or maybe like he'll be back in flashbacks, maybe something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know because it seems kind of bogus if he is back then. Yeah, I think it's like no one expected that to be such a big hit. Right. And then, right. you know, they wanted to do another one. And it's like, well, the big star from it's dead. Uh, <laughs> it lived. So. Yeah, no one will notice. Yeah. I guess you could even do a prequel about how it all happened. Yeah, that's true. That would work. But I still like to see the Yeah, I really like it. It did seem like a lot of people are. I, I don't remember many people hating the time, but I've seen like a kind of um, people now saying they they hated it. Oh, so it's kind of become cool to, to hate on it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm not time, saying it it's a, like everybody yeah. liked it. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's impossible not to dislike it. I mean, right, but, right. But it does seem like uh, no no one was hating on it at the time, but now it seems like a lot of people are. Oh, oh, it's too bad. I don't like that trend either. Nah, bunch of bitches. But uh, anyway, speaking of bitches here, the um, Jason Mitten. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Jason Mitten's a great guy, and I want people yeah. to check out uh, withoutyourhead.com. Not only to listen to this amazing show, but yeah. you can read. And I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure all listeners can read. You can read all these re- written reviews by Mister Mitten. I look forward to those. Yeah, he reviewed the whole uh, Dinners of Death by uh, Joe Bob Briggs. Nice. And I saw he did all the ones um, from Buffalo when you guys saw those movies. Yeah. Yeah. Which by the, the hardest way, working uh, uh, critic in in uh, in the biz, I think. I agree. agree. Check those out. Go withoutyourhead.com and click uh, watching movies at the top. You can find all kinds of cool stuff. Get uh, the ugly sweater party, Lucifernia, Mrs. Claus, elves, scarecrows, bloody like ballet, thousand movies that I've never even heard of that I didn't even know existed. A lot of new stuff coming out there. Derelicts, which I love. That was my. Uh, there was a lot of great movies. By the way, I do want to say when we reviewed Buffalo, um, I don't think I put over clickbait enough because the thing is I had already seen it. We did interviews for him, <laughs> so I, in my mind, I didn't think of it as a movie from Buffalo because oh, it wasn't new to me. And I think I should have put it over more in the show. 
and because uh, I like it, it was one of it's. I thought it was one of the best movies uh, of that uh, uh, festival. Right, right. So I just want to put that out there. People ch- should check out uh, Clickbait. I thought it was great. But um, uh, Derelicts uh, loved it. And I really think that uh, when this gets uh, you know like proper distribution, this could be uh, like a cult hit in in horror amongst horror fans. And so I'm setting up a bunch of interviews with with, the, with all the cast members. So that nice. that'll be. I don't know if I'll spread them out or what we'll do. Maybe oh, derelicts okay. week. We'll figure it out. But uh, probably next week I'm going to start recording those. Oh, very nice. And it's a movie I really want people to want people to see. Do you have the guy with the um, stuffed animal head? I'm hoping. I'm hoping right. Turk is on. Pretty awesome. It's a pretty sweet movie, but the um, I saw um, uh, the um, the remake of Suspiria, and I thought Suspiria is a really was a when I first heard that they're remaking, I thought it's a very strange movie to remake because the movie is really about the the ambiance, like the the atmosphere, the music. Uh, the lighting, the colors. It's really more about the feel of the movie as opposed to, like, the, the plot or anything. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, well, you know, if you remake it, you know, what do you do? So, they did a totally different movie. I mean, it's the basic, same basic premise. But yep. uh, um, the the storyline, I think, is much more, uh, is much, I want to say easier to understand. Because, I mean, it's a very complex movie. But... I do think uh, the story is is told in a, a better way. Uh, there's more to do with the witches, okay. and uh, I thought it was fantastic. I, I think oh, really? Should, yeah, it's 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 great. All right, I haven't uh, seen it. I'm gonna have to watch it. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's had a limited release. Yep. Uh, so a lot of people haven't seen it yet, but I uh, highly recommend it. That's and, awesome. Uh, That's good to hear. Yeah, it was like three hours, three and a half hours or two and a half. It was a very long movie, but uh, it didn't seem long at all while I was watching it. All right, that's that's good too then. Yeah, and I didn't even realize, I was like, I wonder where this actress came from because I don't really remember anything. And uh, um, But she seemed familiar at the same time. And Is it's the woman. Well, no, I know her. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> She plays multiple roles in the movie, actually. She plays three different parts. Tilda oh, Tilda Swinton does, yeah. Uh, she she's become plays... one of my favorite actresses. Like, everything I've seen her in, she's very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's uh, great in it. She, she actually plays... Uh, which, I, if I didn't know going in, I don't know if I would have realized it. Because she also plays a male in the movie. I did. I did see that somewhere. Yeah, if I didn't know beforehand, I'm not sure I would know. Ah, uh-huh. weird. But uh, so Dakota Johnson, I thought was excellent in the movie, and then so I went and, and found out that she was she's the girl in the Fifty Shades of Move uh, Gray movies, which oh, no I've never kidding. seen. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen those, so, but I assume they're not good. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> she's very Same good man. in this. Uh-huh. No, no, maybe they're fantastic, but I really, yeah. really, really don't. But she's very good in this. Oh, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to look into that. Is it out on like HBO now, or can you rent it? I don't believe so. I, I got a screener for it, but um, oh, okay. 
Yeah, I loved it. I want to see it again. I'd like to see it on the big screen if possible. We probably won't get a chance. Uh, well, it was it is like coming up? I think in Rhode Island, but uh, oh, is it? Hike, yeah. Was it was great? Okay, good. People dig it. I mean, honestly, Suspiria is not my favorite movie. The original Suspiria, right, right. Um, I think it looks awesome. There's stuff in it that's that's great. I honestly would say I enjoyed this movie more. I know that'll okay. be blasphemy to some people, but uh, I, I mean, I still like Suspiria. Don't get me wrong, but right, it's not necessarily my favorite movie. I'm with you. Check too. it out. Yeah. So, uh, Dinners of Death was uh, the Joe Bob. I know it was a few weeks ago. It was uh, Thanksgiving, but uh, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun to see Joe Bob back. He's doing another one for uh, for um, Christmas. Oh, nice. And he said it's going to be four movies that are all part of a franchise. And the only thing that I can think wow. of is Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah, if it's going to be a, you know, if it's going to be exclusively a, a Christmas theme thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Which will be weird because uh, the first, well, well, a couple things here. First one's, uh, I think, a great movie. Yeah. Second one is fun. I enjoyed a lot, I'll say. But the uh, to watch them back to back because like the first forty five minutes of Silent Night Deadly Night two is a, is telling you what happened in the first movie. <laughs> it's it's pretty rough to watch them back to back. I bet it is. I've never done that, but I bet it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the third, then all the ones after that are real bad. So it'd be weird to show like the <laughs> part three and four. Yeah, then I think it'll be pretty obvious. Uh, yes, I don't. I can't think of any other. There's not four Gremlins movies. I don't know what else. What else it would be? Yeah, for Christmas time, I don't know. Either way, it'll be fun to watch it, Joe Bob. Oh yeah, yeah, it's always great to, to listen to him. Yeah, and I understand he's going to come back then weekly. And we weekly double features on Shutter. Sometime oh, that's next year. Awesome. Yeah, that makes because Shutter's five bucks a month, four dollars a month if you do it for a year, and yeah. that alone I think makes it worth it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great I, news. Yeah, I'm surprised you wanted to do it weekly. I thought maybe you'd do it like maybe once a month, but yeah, I well, must like it a lot more than you know than he probably thought he would have too. Yeah, I think he really loves doing it. At the, uh, I'll be honest. I just now watched the final, uh, the final one from the first uh, marathon. Uh huh. And I'm kind of glad I didn't watch it when it first happened because I think I would have been depressed. It seems Why? like he's he's like you could tell he's like he's like crying, he's like almost crying. Talk about this being his final thing. It was like it oh. was he was saying it was a swan song. He was saying goodbye. And I was like, man, if I would have watched this then, I probably would have been like, oh, you know. Bombed out, yeah, yeah. But then it made me very happy. I'm like, man, you could tell, like, this meant so much to him. This is the end. And, uh, you know, by the time I watch it, I know he's he's going forward with it. So Yeah, so that's awesome, yeah. Joe Bob Riggs. Never thought I'd get to talk to Joe Bob. No, that's totally badass. 
He's the man. He is the man. So, uh, Glass, I guess there's a three-hour cut of the movie. Oh, no kidding. And what's a regular uh, theatrical? Oh, uh, two hours and eight minutes. Oh, wow. Holy shit. That's a huge difference. Yeah. The original cut was three hours and 20 minutes. They say it's a ridiculous time, but to me, if it's good, it's totally fine to be three hours long. Oh, absolutely. And besides that, like you see everything in the friggin' trailer. So I think you need three hours to see some stuff they didn't show you in the trailer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was one of those things that I never thought I'd be bummed out by like, you know, a a trailer that was so lengthy, but that one really did. I was like, why, why are they giving away like everything? Mm hmm. I didn't understand. Yeah, it was, they tell you the whole movie. Yeah. I, I didn't get the point of that. Yeah. So I was just reading this on the air on the head. Uh, James Wan wants to make a Batman horror movie. I don't know. And I, I like the James Wan. I do. I've, I've liked, I think, almost all of his movies. But I think when Aquaman... That looks like a movie I'm not going to love. And I don't know. I don't know if I need a Batman horror movie. I don't think I do. Yeah, I'm I'm not a James Wan fan. I think he's technically, he makes technically sound movies. I don't uh-huh. enjoy them, though. I, I don't think I've liked really hardly any of them. I've probably liked oh, I some of them. I, I can't say. Oh, no, I hate all those. Uh, the, uh, the Conjuring, I hate all those movies. Oh. I've never I liked, liked the those. first one when we saw it. No, not Conjuring. I, I didn't even see that. I do like the other one. His um, what's that one called? Uh, Insidious. I like oh, Insidious. okay. Which I don't know if he directed Insidious. Maybe he did. But uh, uh, yeah, he directed. Well, he directed Insidious. I don't think he. Let's see. Let me like, go over these movies. Yeah, Insidious. Right, I like. I don't like any of the Conjuring movies. Uh, um, a lot of these he just produced. He's really only directed thirteen movies. So, but uh, yeah, I don't I like go the down Conjuring his list. Let us see. Uh, Stygian. I don't know what oh, that is. Don't know that one. Uh, uh, Saw. He directed the first Saw. I see, and I don't like the Saw movie, so I take it back. I don't like all of his stuff either. Uh, Dead Silence, that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Death Sentence, I don't, I'm not sure what that is. Mm. Insidious, I like a lot. Yep. Uh, the Conjuring, I'm not a fan of. I like The Conjuring. Uh, Insidious Chapter 2, I was not a fan of. Also like that. Furious 7? Oh, no. Is that one of those Fast and Furious movies? Yes. Oh. All right, I take it back then. And then he directed The Conjuring 2. Oh, okay. Which I think you may have liked more than you liked The Conjuring 1. Yeah, I I liked it better. So I wasn't like a big fan, but I did like it. Um, The Saw. He produced all the Saw movies. But and, he directed uh, the Annabelle, first one. Yeah. And Annabelle, I, I never saw any of those. I probably wouldn't like him. 
So I didn't watch him. The Nun, I did not like. No, I didn't like the Nun either. They're uh, he's they're doing a Crooked Man movie. Do they have to do a movie off everything? I know. Like, let's just have some of the neat secondary characters be neat secondary characters. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say I hate James Wan as I don't. I do think he right. technically is good movies. I'm just not a, I, I'm not a big fan of ghost movies in general, though. Right, right. He's apparently making a Swamp Thing series. Ooh. Huh. Now, that would be good. Yeah. Possibly be good. Oh, yeah, Derek Mears is playing Swamp Thing. Oh, no kidding. That's yeah. probably a perfect guy to be the Swamp Thing, I think. Yeah. Huh. 13 episodes coming in 2019. Oh. Might be one of the first DC things they like. Yeah. I wonder where it's going to be. Um, I don't know if it says here. It probably, people, it probably does somewhere. But I'm not seeing it here on IMDb. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I'll probably dig that, or at least, you know, looking forward to it. We'll see. Yeah. It says it's available on Amazon Prime and iTunes. Huh. So you just, like, rent it? Maybe. Well, I Is can't. it an animated thing, thing, or? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. Hmm. So that, that's coming out next year? Yeah. Here we got Swamp Thing series. Everything we know. This is on uh, denofgeek.com. James Wan, James Wan will executive produce Swamp Thing. It's going to be on the DC Universe streaming service. Oh, my God. Why would they need a streaming service? Everybody needs a streaming service, Chief. Jesus. I don't understand. You know, I'm. I'm cool. I, I love Netflix, and it's cool to have Netflix and Hulu and all these. But when you get, if you start to get like so, like you know, you start chopping it down so much. So like even the Marvel one, like I like, I like pretty much all the Marvel stuff. But yeah, like if you have a whole, whole like streaming network that's nothing but Marvel, like do you really need that much? Stuff? I know. I think the only thing that'll be different about that is if it's like the the Disney Plus or something. So it'll have Star so Wars stuff. Uh, it, that'll be a section of it. It'll be broken yeah. into, I think, like five different things. So they'll have yeah. one that has like Star Wars series and then yeah. one that has Marvel and then one that has like animated stuff. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. But like, yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, you can't just... Even if the stuff's good, I mean, you can't just have, like, endless, like, amounts of... of... Oh, yeah, you'd be saturated with it. It would be crazy. Yeah. Because one thing, if it's a genre, you know, like, if it was, like, the superhero channel or something... Right. You know, then it'd be kind of like, like, uh, you know, like the horror-type channels. But Mm -hmm. I don't... You know, if you're doing specifically one thing, that would be difficult. Yeah. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. The yeah, DC one. Read, though, like, like 14 DC. different things, you know, like that's just crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it better, honestly, just with the Netflix and stuff. Then there's yeah. all variety of stuff. Right. Because, I mean, right. there's only so much you can like it, too. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, because then once it's over, then, you know, you're kind of stuck waiting for the next season or, you know, could you really watch nonstop just, you know, and I like the Avengers as much as anybody, but I don't think I can just watch nonstop Avengers stuff. Yeah, then it makes it less special, too. Right. If it's constantly. Yep. Agreed. And so, yeah, and then just like, there's only so much you could buy, too. Like, so, you know, oh, there's yeah. a streaming service for everything out there. Eventually, it's like, well, I can't, you know, buy all this. <laughs> right. I got to stream like the NBA or the NFL and, you know, like zombies and superheroes. Yeah. And like, it just goes crazy. So uh, the concept art for the uh, the abandoned um, Blob remake by Rob Zombie came out. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, I don't. I really don't think it looks. I think it looks cool if it wasn't the Blob. Oh, okay. It looks like zombies. I don't like mutants. Oh, so, I guess so it's his... not just an amorphous Blob. No, and I think that kind of that's what makes the Blob so cool. Yeah. Is that it is just this big, you know, a more like I said, amorphous blob. Yeah. And then if you get the mutants, it's too close to zombies and stuff. Now, I think if it was just some idea and it, it looked pretty cool, like kind of these, I guess the blob, you know, takes them over. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm kind of glad it didn't happen. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I would have liked that. There's all these uh, chicks with guns shooting stuff. Oh, it doesn't look too great. No. Like you said, if it was just some other movie, maybe it would be pretty cool. Right, right. But yeah, that's like that's one of the most original monsters. And then, like, and then you make it like more generic. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense to do with it. Oh. Uh, I started, well, I didn't finish it yet, but uh, you might be the killer. Yeah, I can't say it's like fantastic, but um, it's it's fun. Okay, so what's it about? It's uh, it's a guy who uh, finds himself. Uh, he's like an he's a, he's a camp counselor, and it, it opens. He's covered in blood, and he calls his his. Uh, I don't know if it's his girlfriend or just his friend. It's saying, you know, you know, everyone's you know been killed, blah blah blah. And so, so then they start telling the story, like, you know, he starts telling her what's going on and what happened. And so then it's like in flashbacks, what happened. And then eventually he starts to think, maybe I am the killer. Oh, okay. So, and it's a, you know, it's a comedy horror. Oh, okay. It was, it was, a, it was a different take on stuff. Um, I do, there's been a lot of the uh, slash free stuff where people like know all the rules of the, of the slasher movie. Yep. And, uh, I think that's a little overdone. Yeah. idea. Like the self-aware, you you know, that you're in a slasher Mm -hmm. kind of, uh, I know people say it started with, uh, with scream, but I don't agree with that. I actually think it started with, um, with fright night. Right. Right. It's not slasher, but people were aware of what a, you know, vampire movie was. But, yep. but nonetheless, it's been uh, in the last few years, it's been done a lot. Oh, you know? yeah. So it, it's uh, not necessarily original, but it's a little different take on it. I think it's a fun. It's a it's a fun movie, though. It's worth checking out. 
That sounds kind of neat. It's not like, yeah, it's not like life altering. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be. No, it sounds like it sounds worth checking out anyway. Yeah, I saw Wolf Cup for the first time. Now I don't know what movie I saw years ago. I thought it was Wolf Cup, but it was some movie that was made entirely with like old footage of other movies, and they put like a Wolfman in it. And I oh, didn't really? care. And for some reason, I always thought that was Wolf Cup. But I finally saw it, and Wolf Cup's fucking awesome. No kidding. It's a low-budget, kind of cheesy, you know, werewolf movie about a cop who becomes a werewolf. But it totally works. It's very fun. It's a fun-looking wolf man. I definitely recommend it. Oh, what year did it come out? Just a few years ago, maybe five years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a sequel too. I've not seen the sequel, but the the first one's on Shutter right now. So, if you want to check it out? Uh, do it. It's good. I will. I'll I have like to give that a look. See. Well, people like this new Sabrina show, but I really didn't care for it. I didn't really? like. I only watched like maybe two episodes or maybe three, but just wasn't into it. So I stopped watching. To evil dark Archie. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know anything about Sabrina, so I don't yeah, know how compare. Missing to out. Uh, yeah, but, but the the big uh, thing is like the they were sued by uh, the church, the Satanic Temple, the uh-huh. Satanic Temple One, and so they had to pay them like a bunch of money because they uh, they use Baphomet. And apparently they own the, the copyright of that. Oh, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty wild. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I was around before the Satanic Temple, though. I would think, but maybe they just have good lawyers and get the copyright on it. I guess. Kind of weird, but hey, they won. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I th- I think that the Satan Satanists is just a bunch of bullshit. Oh yeah, yep, I agree. They're just too. trolls. How like so? because they're basic. So if you read what they're about, yep, they're basically humanists who believe that like there's not a higher power. So mm-hmm. they don't even believe Satan. They don't believe God. They're atheists, but they're humanists where they believe. Everything, everything you read sounds great. It's basically what I believe, you know, uh, that, that people should be good to other people and, you know, treat people how you want to be treated, all, all these things. It's, if you read that, it's all great. But then they just use Satan to, like, troll religious people because they don't even believe the man exists or the being exists. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. That, yeah. They don't worship Satan. They don't worship. It's just, I understand the idea behind it. So it's like, okay, um, let's say you start a charity or something. You start something in a school and it's a, it's run by a church. So you're do you're actually doing good. But at the same time, you're really promoting the church. Right. So then they're like, Okay, well, we're going to do the same thing, but we're going to promote Satan. And people are like, holy fuck, you can't do that because you're promoting <laughs> Satan. And then it's like, well, we're showing, you know, that you're doing the same thing. And, it, and it's wrong to do it for anybody, for any religion. 
But if mm-hmm. you do it for one religion, you have to do it for all religions. So I get that that whole idea. Right. Because it's it's like taking, you know, like the worst case scenario, I guess, like we're gonna promote, you know, Satan. <laughs> but uh if you don't believe in it, it's kinda it's kinda dumb. I think they'd be better <laughs> off if they took Satan out of it. But then if they took Satan out of it, nobody would give a shit. True, true. I was I was always disappointed because I expected like you know, like an old Hammer film, like, uh, you know, Satan worshippers sacrificing things and doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, from what I understand, like, what, what like, people would think of if they think of an actual Satanist, uh-huh. like, that really doesn't exist. Oh, because, that bums me out, though. Yeah, there's, like, no one that actually really follows that. Oh. That's the only thing that was kind of cool to me. Yeah. Which does make sense, though, in my mind, because like, oh, it does, but it's still okay. not neat. <laughs> like when I watch like a movie or something, and it's about like someone wanting to bring on the end of the world or bringing some you know big demon of some kind that's gonna eat you know everybody, you know, just destroy the entire world, and not even like destroy everybody else, but you, but including you, so you're gonna live yeah. on like. You might even live, but it's like the the world's desolate. And I'm like, well, who, who, why would anyone want that? <laughs> You'd have to be like a big dipshit, really. Yeah, it's one that was thing my like only if- problem with this year on um, on American Horror Story because it was yeah. kind of like that. It's like, yeah. you know, you've got to get something better than okay, we're gonna, you know, the survivors are just gonna live in these little. Uh, camps. Hopefully, the yeah. food won't run out. Like, well, wait a second. They were all these multi-billionaires, like you know, and like, I don't think we're buying into this shit now. This is sounds like false advertising. Yeah. What? What? What do you get out of it? I did. I don't. Yeah. I never understand either because it was like the uh, those two guys in American Horror Story who uh, they were like these billionaires and they were like, I mean, what did they do? They did computer stuff. Oh, they yeah. made robots. robots or yeah. And like, you know, they wanted the whole world to blow up. And I'm thinking, well, why? Like they, they, they're living in comfort now. Oh yeah. And didn't, didn't get it. I don't get that. No, and all those people. Cause all the, all the Satan worshiping people in that were all these, you know, billionaire, well to do folks. So I don't see why they'd want to switch that out for like, okay, now you got good luck. Maybe you'll find a partially radioactive rat that you can eat. Like after uh-huh. the four months of food that we have in these places run out, like, yeah. okay, that sounds great. I will, I will say the one thing about that though, they did kind of do it as parody. Yeah. So it was kind of like making fun of the people who wanted the, all this to, to end. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so I kind of get that, but I know some people are mad at the betrayal of uh, was it Anthony Levey because they made him actually worship Satan and all. But uh, I didn't have a problem with it. The no. hell? Well, they had him. You know, he wasn't really dead and all that jazz too. Yeah, so it was kind of like Elvis at that point. Yeah, and if you're gonna make your name being a Satanist, even though you don't actually think Satan was a thing. Then it's it's fine being you know later later on you're in a movie or TV show and you're actually worshiping Satan. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. That was always I my that- my problem with that was I always wanted like you know Christopher Lee in a giant robe like 
you know, summoning demons and sacrificing virgins and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want a bunch of guys sitting around going, hey, man, you know, uh, being mean to people isn't cool. What? Kind yeah, they're actually like for these, you, man. What yeah, the fuck is really it? Just, yeah, they're just like good dudes. I don't get yeah. it. But yet, you're like, they're just like, like I said, they're just trolls to the to Christianity. Yeah. Which, whatever, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, why, even, why don't even know why Satan's involved? Like, I get, the only thing is to be cool. Because they do sell, like, cool shirts and stuff. They do have bitching shirts. But, yeah, I don't know. What's the difference between them and, like, a hedonist? Well, I think the difference is a hedonist don't, don't care about all this bullshit. All they right. don't care about they don't care about trolling. <laughs> yeah, like we don't give a shit what you do, man. We're doing what we do. Yeah, and I don't right. think they necessarily care about helping other people either. Just you know, no, that's okay with me too. I'd rather mm-hmm. be one of them. Yeah, I think that's like the true definition of like Satanism is more of a hedonist, where you know you want to do what you want to do and. Uh, uh, while you're here, you know, indulge and in, you know, in the in, in, in life, you know, in, right. in sex and drugs and booze and food and all this stuff. All right. But well, the, I can the, get by that. There, there is difference between uh, the Church of Satan and the and the Satanic Temple. The Satanic Temple, really, they're just they're just trolls, okay. in my opinion. Like, let's go. I understand that. Like, I don't want to keep repeating myself. You can. Just, I got you, Chief. There you go. You're not joining up is what you're telling me. No. No. Cloverfield Paradox is on Blu-ray. Who in their right mind would want that? (laughs) That movie was total shit. If you're buying that, you have to really think about your life. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and it was such a disappointment because I liked the one with um, with Goodman. What was yeah, that I thought called? it was great. It was, um, what was it called? Uh, Cloverfield Lane. Oh, okay, yeah. That one I really enjoyed. I did too. This one, not okay. so much. There's a Blade Runner anime series coming to Adult Swim. Wow. Oh, how weird. Well, I I definitely give it a shot though. Yeah, yeah I would too. Cause it uh, it probably wouldn't have Jared Leto in it. Which yeah, makes it better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking so, ruined the last movie for me, Jared. Yeah, yeah, that fucker. God, he sucks. He does. He's the only bad Joker. Yep. I didn't think it was possible. Did not think it was possible to have no, a bad Joker. Yeah. Not, I don't, not just the worst Joker. It's like, well, okay, he's the worst one. Yeah, but even like all the other Jokers, even if you weren't as good as the rest, you were still good. Because the Joker's just one of those characters. It's just yeah. so fucking cool that he's always good. Yes, you take all the other Jokers and you can argue who's better. And yep. I think you can make a case for all of them. Yep, you definitely can. But then you get Jared Leto, and it's just like, this fucking sucks. Not only is it <laughs> clearly worse than the other ones, it's it's not even good. 
No, no. He's yeah, he's not even like a likable crazy joker. He's just just a dumbass joker. He's just a fucking fool. He's just I I can't I, I don't know anything good about that character. Mm-hmm. Bad times. Yep. Bad times indeed. So uh Morbius coming out. Morbius, a living vampire, really cool character. Probably be ruined by um, whatever that company is making the movie. Yeah, Sony, probably. Yep. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe not. Maybe not. I think Jared Leto might play Mo- Morbius. That that'd be perfect. That would be ideal. Because <laughs> I have no faith at all in this movie, so why not? Let him ruin it. Why not? Now it's not to be cool to have a horror. Uh, I know there's Blade, but um, what I liked about the Netflix shows, which I assume they're all going away now, but like, uh, well, not just Netflix shows, but like the Marvel Universe stuff is like, they're kind of different genres within the comic book movies. Like, right. The Netflix ones are grittier. Then you have like Ant-Man, which is, comedy and then you have like adventure with um with uh, uh the gardens of galaxy so mm-hmm. so it, i always thought it'd be cool if they would have had you know a horror one. Oh yeah that would have been pretty badass yeah well i guess but maybe they, they'll do blade at some point yeah that's true i mean you know you never know what what they're planning on and then, then it was neat, like with the Netflix ones, and that's that's what I will miss. Even if like the Disney Plus stuff is really good, I still don't think they'll be exactly the same. And like, just how different, even like the I don't know what would you call those guys, the street level heroes. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, even how different each one of them were. You know, with like because. Because Daredevil was about as, like, brooding and moody as you could get. And then he had the weird um, uh, religious background. And then, um, you know, Luke Cage had that more urban kind of thing going on. And uh, Iron Fist was, like, a lot more upbeat. But, you know, still in, like, a darker surrounding. And Jessica Jones just had that, like, just didn't give a shit attitude and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'll miss all that jazz. Yeah. This is a new picture here of um, Mr. Baggy Britches. Oh, is that from Rob Zombie's thing? Yeah, it's Clint Howard's character. Nice. Like, I actually have a Mr. Baggy Bridges uh, 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 patch. As well you should. So uh, I hope it's a cool I hope it's a good movie. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> well, that would suck, though, if like, we waited all this time. We're like, oh my god, it's going to be so cool, and then seeing it sucks. Yeah, it'll be sad times. True. But I, I, I still have faith in zombies, so. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, I'll let everybody know we're going to be start doing the 666 segment here on the show. 
Uh, we used to do it on the show. The basic idea is it's our each of us will have a top six. And then so there's three of us, so it's six, six, six. I always always had fun doing these, so definitely looking forward to bringing them back. Yeah, the list of the beast. Yes. So uh, Missy Mooney will be returning to the show, who is the uh, lead singer for The Tomb of Nick Cage. And we're going to do a 666 of horror movie themes. Oh, very nice. That'll be good. That'll be uh, upcoming, that'll, possibly next week. That'll be fun because I don't know if, like, well, I don't even know if mine will really gel with yours. Right. And I then where we'll she'll be on this, you know, so that'll it'll be fun. Yeah. And then in 2019, uh, which is right around the corner, uh, myself, the terrible one, and the headless critic, Jason Mitten, uh, will have our 666 for the best horror movies of 2018. That, that sounds like fun, too. I think you guys are going to be way ahead of me, though, because... You guys have seen so many more movies than I have this last year. Yes, it's very true. Yeah, I'm going to have a hard time uh, coming up with my list because I saw so many cool ones at the festivals. Oh, and then Mittens, yeah, Mittens, he's seen uh, Mittens. Well, like, we call him Mittens. He's seen so <laughs> many uh, streeters. Yeah, he sounds like your cat now. Uh, mittens. <laughs> I was. Do we, should we also have a 666 worst? Why the hell not? I feel bad sometimes saying stuff's worse, but I definitely have ones that I know will be going to my list. Well, our least favorites anyway, you know. Yeah. They're the worst, according to us. Other people may like them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't care about other people. I meant, like, uh, people who make them sometimes. I feel oh, bad. Yeah, they listen. Like, holy shit. Well, uh, I don't think I know anybody from movies that will be going on my list. No, no. And you won't in the future if they go on your list. That's true. So yeah, that'll be 2019. That'll be fun. I think so, too. Yeah, so I think we have a couple guests lined up. Like I said, all the derelicts ones. Uh, the thing is, uh, people don't know, uh, it's physical problems here. I'm going to get surgery to fix uh, my hernias. So uh, I'm kind of laying off of get booking too many guests just so I don't have to reschedule them in case they'd happen, in case I need to take some time off from the show. Right, right. But it should be an overnight thing, and it should be fine. Hopefully it'll be easy peasy, Chief. Yes, I agree. Hopefully it will. I think it will be. I think so, too. Yeah. And uh, big thanks tonight. Our uh, music of the month is Small Town Titans, and I'm sure a lot of you have heard their version of Mr. Grinch. Love that one. It's so good. Yeah. So it'd be cool for everyone to hear uh, some of their other tunes. Oh, absolutely. Like, cause after I had heard that one, cause you had, uh, you had told me about them and I listened to that and loved it. And then I, I just like started going through and finding out some more jazz from them. And, mm -hmm. uh, I think they're great. I just think yeah, they're, they're awesome. awesome. Mm -hmm. So very cool. We might have them on the show, but they're extremely busy because that song really blew up and it's in magazines and uh, TV shows and stuff. So uh, so if if they have time, we'll have them on the show. And if not, um, you'll be able to Maybe hear them. Maybe in the future, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, big thanks to them though for uh for uh you know, letting us use their music. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I really like them a lot. I'd uh, yeah. like to go see them in concert sometime. I don't know if they're ever yeah. planning on being Sweet. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so people should uh check them out, give them a like, give them some love. Absolutely. Agreed completely. All right. Well, oh, I just want to announce um, uh, Inside Your Head is uh, my, the newest podcast of the Headyverse. So you have Without Your Head, which is a uh, horror here with myself and the terrible one. In Your Head is a wrestling podcast of myself and one inch biceps. And then Inside Your Head is kind of like a long form uh, interview show. It's just interviews. And it's uh, people that don't fit into either category. And to kick off 2019, uh, I'm, I'm very excited to announce that Yak Off Smirnov will be on the show. Oh, that's awesome. That should be so much fun. Yeah. So I'm, so really, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of cool. Yeah, sure. There's some awesome stories. And yeah. he's uh, he's touring now. So I'm pretty sweet. So far, Neil, every, every episode of that has been dynamite, I think. Even people that like I didn't know or didn't really care that much about mm-hmm. before I listened have been really, really good. You're doing a great Thank job you. with that one. I appreciate it. It's doing very well on the iTunes. Good. So uh, go and uh, subscribe also uh, without your head here. Uh, I don't know what this does for us, but w- w- go and subscribe on the iTunes and uh, rate us. Give us like a, like a, I don't know, five stars or do your thumbs up, however it works. And leave some comments. Comments. Yeah. Rate us. Don't rape us. No, no. All That's right, what right. Jason meant this for. Oh, okay. He he's like the instead of a whipping boy, he's the raping boy. <laughs> raping lad. The raping lad, Jason Mitten. <laughs> All right, that might be a shirt. <laughs> I like it. Well, nowadays, you, I don't know, you'd probably get, like, arrested for even saying it, or uh, if we were, if we anyone else, like, was in charge of us, we'd be fired. Yes. So just Jonesy, get in here. The big fist do on not, the <laughs> We do not condone raping. It's I'm so weird that you have to say that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, that'd be weird, though. That'd be kind of neat if we worked for, like, uh... Like J. Jonah James or something. Right. So before we go, we do have a call or 937 area code. Who is this? What's going on? Hey, guys. This is uh, Mike Fessler. I've listened to the show for a long time. I don't think I've ever called in uh, to Without Your Head, though. No, I don't believe you have. Mike Fessler on the line from Welcome. Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> Thanks for remembering. It's been a while. Yeah. Um. I was I was curious, I, and I don't know, I, I think when somebody's been doing this show like this for as long as you guys have, you've probably covered a lot of ground, but I was curious to know what you guys think in retrospect about Maximum Overdrive. And uh, just to give you the backdrop of it, my, my younger daughter is finally kind of getting into horror movies. We watched the very first Halloween here recently. And I kind of think that, that that Maximum Overdrive would be a fun one to watch now. I don't think it's going to really spook her, but I remember as a kid, you know, Stephen King wasn't the megastar that he is now. And 
it certainly seemed the idea of it seemed creepy, but I remember when I finally saw it, it was, it was cool, but it wasn't like, you know, a scare fest. I was kind of wondering what you guys thought of it then and what you guys think of it now yeah. in hindsight. I never liked it. I thought it was pretty bad, but I'll be honest. I've not seen it in probably like 30 years. Yeah, that's another. So, you're right. I think I'd have to go back to it, too. But I do know that people do consider it like classic now. Like I see shirts for it, and I saw people, a lot of people defending it. So uh, it would, that's a good one, too, uh, to go back and revisit. Maybe that's uh, some Troy and I can look into and do for a future episode. Maybe we can do that with other movies. Re- uh, we can revisit them. The, the nostalgia, what, of it, I think, up. is definitely is definitely fun and and makes it worth another visit. I, you know, Stephen King movies are just so hit and miss. And yes, I mean, I, I was never really a I was never really an it fan. Uh, I was more of I liked his books. I liked The Stand a lot. I was yeah. I, I don't know if other people say this. I kind of figure you're either a Stand guy or an it guy. Um, so, but but I think. I mean, there's there's kind of a charm to it, if that makes any sense. It, horror movies were really different back well, then. Well, it's definitely kind of pretty shocky. and Oh, yeah. Uh, and I kind of say I still love the Green Goblin uh, truck. Yeah. that That's well, still the baddest, coolest thing I've ever seen. If you if you check on YouTube, the, the original trailer um, that was on, like, airing on network TV is, is on there. And it's, I mean, it was it was definitely intended to be really scary. And he talks about wanting to do it right. You know, wanting to have like control over, you know, the different aspects of it to make sure it was done right. I I don't, I I think he probably doesn't look at it that way in the long run, but uh, I think it'll be fun to watch again because I think, you know, just like when we were watching Halloween, you know, my kids aren't necessarily going to appreciate that, that kind of scary some some of the cliches in there, like the landline being cut and right. and things like that, and uh, it wasn't that long ago for me, but it's a, it's a completely different world for them. It's it's fun to kind of rediscover some of the old stuff. Oh, big time! You know, with with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely like to. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of movies that I didn't like when I was a kid, and I watch now, and I really like, and vice versa stuff. I I don't know if there's so many things that I liked as a kid I don't like now that I think about it. But there's uh, definitely stuff that I like. Uh, I appreciate more now than I did when I was a, a young, nasty one. <laughs> Can I yeah, ask there's... you guys about one more uh, one more film? Sure. Um, while I got some line here. Um, so uh, when when we were when my wife and I were first dating, and you're talking about another lifetime ago she worked at a video store. So she, and, and it was one of these great, it was not a chain store. It was locally owned. The guy who owned it was a movie aficionado. And, oh, and uh, so the they best. had a lot of like really, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they had, you remember what it was like to kind of walk mm-hmm. the sci-fi and the horror aisles and just okay. see stuff that you just never heard of. And uh, she gave me one time and I, I just recently found it while we were moving. She gave me an old clamshell case uh, for a film called eaten alive. And I had never seen it till recently. The whole thing is on YouTube, but I guess it's by the guy. I can't remember his name behind Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, Toby Hooper. Yeah. Yeah. And I was wondering if you guys had ever seen that film or what you thought of it. 
Yeah, I'm definitely not a fan of it. I saw it uh, just recently, a couple years ago. At um, they played it uh, the 12 hour horror marathon from midnight to uh, to noon the next day at, at Coolidge Theater, and I just think it's it's very loud. It's it's a lot of screaming, people <laughs> yelling. But I will say the the fir- the first scene is is my favorite part of the whole movie, and it's uh, he's just like I'm Buck. And I want to fuck. Oh, that yeah, that's with uh, Robert England. With Robert oh yeah, England. that's right. I think is that his that was first Robert thing? England, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, I. It's very orange. I mean, it's like there's this orange lighting throughout. Like everything <laughs> is is like kind of rust colored. Um, yeah. It's it's kind of a it's kind of a, and I don't know that it, it's not intended to be a walk in the park. It's kind of an unpleasant viewing experience because. I agree There's with so that, much yeah. but it's but it's it's pretty like gritty. I mean, it's um, you know, it feels gross, like in almost every <laughs> respect. But it was it was funny because I just found that that clamshell and I thought I've never actually watched this, and sure okay. enough, the whole thing's on YouTube. So if anybody listening to this has never seen it, it, it again, it's one of those things. At least, at least check it out because it's. I think it's part of the canon because of because it's a you know a Toby Hooper oh definitely uh, oh, yeah. film yeah but you know I, I don't know that it's going to be on anybody's top five list but a, a, I think a few people might like remember it or at least be curious about it yeah it it it's a hard watch watching in the in the theater <laughs> and like I said it's everyone Marilyn Burns is screaming everyone's just screaming the the, the killer <laughs> yeah. guy screaming he's like ah he's like crazy and screaming and it's 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 not exactly kind of, it's not a pleasant I, I, view. I don't know if it's the same guy, but I mean, he kind of reminds me of the hitchhiker in Texas Chainsaw Massacre from the beginning. Of, I, but can, I mean, yeah, I could see it's it's not, but I yeah, I could I could see that. Yeah, but it it feels you know it's it's got a very yeah. similar feel but to it. But if but at least you know if it was just two hours of hit of uh, the hitch the hitchhiker just like. Cutting himself and, and screaming like a lunatic. I probably, <laughs> you'd, I you'd watch so. that? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, I think I, I think I'd get pretty. In, uh, I don't think I could take it. it. And I heard you guys talking, by the way, before uh, before you got my call about the new show. And I wanted to say again, I know I gave you some props on uh, Facebook, Neil, but it's it's a fun show. I, I thought I knew that it was gonna that the Ed Asner interview was gonna be entertaining the first time he called you Buster. Oh my and, god, that um, was that the best. Happened, that happened for like the rest of the interview. So yeah. <laughs> that was the ball. <laughs> it's it's fun. Are you gonna be taking uh listener questions for uh Yakov Smirnov? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because I would I would love to know I don't know if you guys ever liked the old uh Ben Stiller show that was on Fox. Um, yeah, it yeah. was oh, uh, yeah, like a thirty great. minute he so he did a sketch called something like The Last Stand of Yakov Smirnov or something like that. And it was after the fall of the Soviet Union. So basically looked at what he had to look forward to in his career now that <laughs> there was no more Soviet Russia. And in the commentary for the – I know this sounds like really geeky, but I even listened to the commentary because I got that show on DVD. I really liked it back then. I have, I have, the I, com- I have it too. Oh, you do? Yeah. I mean in the yeah. commentary well, – you might want to check, check this out if you haven't watched it for a while – uh, ben Stiller actually says, yeah, this is kind of mean. Like, maybe I shouldn't have done this. Um, so I'm kind of curious if, if Smirnoff even knows about that sketch or um, 
you know, it, it, I'd be curious, first of all, to know if he knows of it and then what he thinks of it. Cause I think that'd be kind of, kind of funny to hear. Yeah. No, that's a good question. Yeah. You have to send it to me. So I remember, but okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm really looking for it. He's, uh, he's touring again. So, um, coming yeah, on. Yeah. Everybody loves that. the nostalgia now. So, oh yeah, yeah. it's true. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for taking my my questions. I really appreciate it and enjoy the show. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. All right, guys. Take care. All right. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. That was very good. Hearing from Mr. Bessler. Absolutely. Yeah, I I, uh, had never heard him before. uh, My man Mitten here. He's he's he was saying, "Don't make me call in and defend myself." Tell him to get it start working on his six. All right. Yeah, get when to work. Sinister boy. six. When I was on my deathbed, well, I was on my deathbed, but when I was in the hospital bed, I was telling <laughs> like, start reviewing this. He was your sister for morphine? Mm-hmm. All right, good. Yeah, I wasn't on morphine this time. I was uh, well, two years ago. I don't know what I well maybe I was I have no idea they put me on I don't some know, kind they of put you on some kind of happy thing because as soon as you yeah. were on it you were just like yeah everything's good yeah, it was good yeah then they wouldn't give it they said no more narcotics for me <laughs> that's when you turn you torch the place yeah but the, the I got to say the IV um what is it it's uh one of the basic uh, painkillers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but the, the IV direct into your vein, pretty pretty good stuff. Oh, I bet. Good stuff. To get, I was gonna say I have to get. I don't want people to think I'm like uh, fucking drug. <laughs> the other junkie. Uh, can can you get an IV drip at your house? Um, I remember our uncle would have done that if he could have, because for a while Barry would like come up with mystery ailments. Just so that, like, he could go and get the morphine drip because he really liked the morphine drip. Yeah, that's pretty good. I bet yeah. it is. Yeah. All right. Well, I had a good time. As did I. Great to talk to Michael St. Michaels again. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Mike is a great guy. I think everything's all, I think there was just a misunderstanding with him and Mad Monster. I've been talking so. to both parties here during the show, and it seems like everything's totally fine. All right, good. Well, excellent. So you've done yeah. some good, Neil. Yes. Oh, nasty one. You've done some good. Yeah. Now, this just came up here. I'm strolling around. This this came up, and I think you're going to take offense because it's like the reason why McDonald's keeps the filet of fish on their menu. But you're you're a big fan of the fillet of fish. Love the fillet of fish. What what are they talking about? It says that the fillet fish might be one one of the last things you think of when it comes to fast food restaurant famous for its burgers. Well, not me. I would much rather have a fillet of fish than one of their burgers. Yeah, what the hell are they talking about? See, they always gotta say the stupid shit. Yep. Because, like, I saw there's a meme going around, and it was like, yeah, I'm not reading this. This is a great big giant article. I don't care that much. <laughs> but there's a, there a big meme or meme going around, like, 
And it's like they showed that popcorn tin. Like, oh, no one enjoyed getting this for Christmas. I did. I always like getting the popcorn. I can't eat popcorn now, but I just like those popcorn tins. Oh, yeah. Like a third of it's butter, a third of it's cheese, a third of it's caramel. I thought that was a nice gift to get. Yeah, who are these strange people? These are probably the same jackasses that, like, you know, they'll put up a thing about, hey, if you remember breakfast cereal, then you had the greatest childhood that a man could have ever had. And it's like, Uh no, every child had breakfast cereal one time or another. The the basic of these things is if you remember this, you had a great childhood. And whatever it is, you remember it if you're over a certain age. Yep. And and you and you don't have memory issues. <laughs> yeah. So good point. Simply, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> all right. So simply remembering the light bright does not yep. mean you had an amazing childhood. Because okay, everyone that was alive during the light bright glory days. <laughs> With the easy bake oven or whatever it may have been. Right, right. Whatever it is. Uh, you know, the shield figures, you know, those little <laughs> mask guys. Oh, yeah. You know, whatever it is. Furbies. So you, everyone that was alive during that period, they all had their own things going on. Some, some kids probably lived in mansions. And even that doesn't mean you had a great childhood. Some kids, you know, were being molested by their uncle. Some uh-huh. kids were you know, getting diddled by a priest. Some <laughs> kids were, you know, being beaten by their dad. Some kids might have had polio if we're going, you know, way back when, or if their parents were anti-vaxxers, maybe. But you know, uh, this could all kinds of reasons why it is shitty. So the thing is, if you had a disease, you're molested. <laughs> You were beaten, you were bullied in school. You still remembered the light bright. You still remembered Monopoly. Yep. Or whatever the hell it was. But it doesn't negate all the bad things that also <laughs> happened to you. Good point. The light bright does not trump molestation by a priest. No, no. Or or being paralyzed or something. Yeah, it doesn't have to just be molestation. Like you said, it could just anything. Right. There might not even be someone who's doing something. Like I said, you might have just been, you might have fell off the roof. You might have thought you were, oh, you remember Superman? You had a great childhood. Oh, yeah. I I put on a Superman cape and climbed up my roof and jumped off and, and shattered my spine. So, no, I didn't have a great childhood because I remember Superman. <laughs> yep. You're the human torch, you know. Yeah, I lit myself on fire when I was six years old. and Yeah, and I went through a whole, uh, every day with skin grass. Yep, yep. So the Fantastic Four cartoon doesn't really bring back great memories for me. Thank you. Exactly. Or the light bright. You might not even have a light bright related incident. Yep. The light Right, might be might be a great memory for you. Like, you know what? Every day was hell, but I had the light bright, so that you know that. But you still didn't have a great childhood. Yeah, yeah, right. It might not be the responsibility of whatever the remember item was. Exactly. 
Like, do you remember Merman? Merman? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. You remember Skunkor and he stunk? Well, you fucking yeah. had a great childhood. Didn't lie. It has no bearing on your childhood. It might have uh, might have been a neat memory, but doesn't mean your whole childhood was great. No. And probably nobody's childhood was completely great, no matter who you were or where you grew up or someone anything else. Said their whole, if, if, if someone says their whole childhood was great, they're probably like a real piece of shit. <laughs> what makes you come to that decision? Because you're probably like an asshole who like... <laughs> was a bully or like I just assume anyone that has no problems in childhood <laughs> probably just a total asshole <laughs> that just that's, fucking cracked me up Chief. that's my philosophy alright I like it <laughs> that there's memes in general are annoying <laughs> Yeah, I, where, where did they ever come from, anyway? I don't know. Who who did invent the meme? Yeah, they just appeared one day, and now they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and people, I, I think, you know, people say, oh, everyone gets their news now from, like, comedians on, like, you know, like the Daily Show kind of thing. Oh, okay. kind of stuff. But I think, I think most people, like young people, get their news from memes. <laughs> they probably do. And it's just bullshit. You can just take a, a random picture, put anything you want on it. Anyone can make it. <laughs> then people share it like, see? Like, see what? <coughs> <coughs> Fucking memes. You ever think there'll be like a movie based on the on a meme? Because we have found footage, we have movies made on cell phones. How about just a, mo- uh, a meme movie? Well, they did an emoji movie, so why not? It's bad. I'm scrolling my Facebook, and there's a lot of uh, Jason Momoa. Like uh, I saw like a half new Jason Momoa playing a guitar, and now <laughs> I see ha- well totally naked. I think Jason Momoa eating noodles in like a bathtub. <laughs> This is why people say Aquaman looks good. No one like really thinks it looks good. It's just horny people. That's true. You know, it's the same thing with Wonder Woman. Exactly. Exactly. Like, oh, it's empowering to fish. No, it's not. It's just this <laughs> dude you want to you want to thank. Either you're a woman and you want to have sex with them, or you you're a dude and you want to have sex with them. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Now, most people, I will say, they're more honest with with uh, with this with Aquaman than they were Wonder Woman. True. Wonder Woman, like they, they made up bullshit. Oh, it's empowering to women. It's like no, it's not. It's just no, it's just showing her ass and all. Yeah, it's a but TNA most fest. People, yeah, most people that were honest with this one, they're just like, yeah, I want to bang Jason Momoa. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Until next. Until though, next I, 
I gotta say, like, I don't think I've liked him in anything since Game of Thrones. And I and I like him. He seems like a pretty cool guy and everything. Yeah, I agree. He seems like a nice guy. But yeah, I don't I think all the Conan movie. Yeah. And being Aquaman and Oh yeah, that that other movie was just totally strange and unpleasant. <laughs> yeah, I think he's been in quite a few stuff and none of it's been good. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe this will be maybe it'll maybe it'll be fantastic. Yeah, it might be. Or maybe it'll win me a dollar. Uh oh. Well, you got some I, kind of bet? I have a bet. I, I've had a, this bet going with uh, with Robbie Scar um, since what was the movie? Oh, since uh, the Black Panther came out, and he thinks this movie's going to make more than the Black Panther did. Hmm. And I That'd think be a lot of horny people. Yeah, there. you're not kidding. I don't think there's that many horny people. And if they are, they're just going to watch things on uh, on, on the, the computer. Porn. And yeah, just yeah. yeah. Pornoblast. I don't know if that's a real site. They're going to uh, be watching Hawaiian porn. Is that where is that where Momo was from? Is he Hawaiian? Uh, I thought he's Samoan. Oh, okay. Maybe he is. I don't, I don't really don't know. I just see people. I don't see uh, <laughs> I'm with you. All right. Um, yeah, I'm the racist. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I like that. It's just kind of a subtle throwing you under the bus. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I liked it. <laughs> is, that, is, is that what they call um, gaslighting? I've been accused by. by I, I don't know what that means, Chief. That's that's too. I, I, hippo I didn't term know. For me. I didn't know what it meant either till till I was accused of it. Well, gaslighting, manipulating. No, I guess isn't. I wasn't really manipulating. But, uh, manipulating someone by psychological means and questioning their own sanity. Holy fuck! I'm well, like a real evil genius. Yeah, you're like. Uh... Like Hannibal, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I'm joking here. Make to be honest, me I, my leg or something. I think, think I'm a good dude. I don't know why I get accused of like these horrendous <laughs> things. Well, sometimes you got to look at the source, Chief. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So before, <laughs> but you did lead me was... down that direction. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Before, Before you start, boss. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't have you questioning your own sanity, anyway. True, true. That's one plus. That's better than last night, I guess. <laughs> well, all right, well, let's get out of here. <laughs> it was a fun time. It was. Thanks to the caller and the guest, and thanks to you. Thank you. Thank you as well. Why, thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. It was. It was good for me as well. Thanks for everyone listening. Big thanks to everybody. Thanks to the guests. Thanks to the music. Thanks to the caller here. Yes. Thanks uh Mr. Mitten out there. 
He's 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 much more than the, the, than just my bitch. He's, he's a good man. <laughs> he is a good scout. We like Jason yeah. a lot. Yeah. All right. So until next week, this is Nasty Neil, and this is Terrible Troy, and this was without your head. <laughs> <laughs>
we don't get all the the uh, the, the the zits and uh, farts. <laughs> That's a Neil's director's cut right there. Oh, I right. see. <laughs> Hello, this is actor Michael Gross, and you're listening to Without Your Head. <laughs> 